Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, new legislation uh, against stalking in Ireland has been delayed since last year. A new offence of stalking has been uh, proposed by the government but is yet to be acted upon in comparison. Uh, It's been announced that since Northern Ireland brought in new stalking laws a year ago, 88 people have been arrested and 47 uh, people have been uh, charged. So the new legislation is very effective. So our victims here in the Republic uh, being forgotten. Uh, I'm joined on the line by uh, Eve McDowell, who is the co-founder of Stalking Ireland and herself had an experience uh, with stalking. Eve, where are we at now with uh, legislation that was to have been introduced by now? So um, myself and Una Ring, Lisa Chambers and Catherine O'Sullivan had drafted a standalone stalking bill, which was halfway through the legislative process on the 9th of February 2022. And then the Department of Justice decided they wanted to incorporate that bill that we had worked on into the Criminal Miscellaneous Act Bill, which included non-fatal strangulation and some updates to firearms bills. Um, so unfortunately, because there's so much content in that bill, it's taken so much longer to get through that process. So at the moment, it's about halfway through again. So we, we're exactly where we were with it, um, you know, basically. Okay, so stalking, define, because a lot of people won't really be able to put a definition on, define what you see stalking as. So stalking can be any behaviours that are fixated, obsessive, unwanted and repeated. Um they have that obsessive element to them and it can, you know it, it might be a combination of different behaviors or it could be one behavior repeated um which you know makes someone feel intimidated and fearful now you've spoken yourself uh Eve about your own uh personal uh, experience when you were a student at at NUIG mm-hmm. tell me how how this stalking started um, well, it kind of started as more subtle behaviours that escalated into more serious ones, um, like continuously coming into my workplace, talking about me to other people, and then that kind of escalated to me seeing him um, everywhere that I went, essentially, and then it went on to him being outside of my house until he eventually broke in and attacked my housemate. Um, but, you know, this was happening gradually over a year really but I suppose I didn't really identify it as stalking until it was too late because the conversations hadn't been had nationally when I went to the guards I was told that there was nothing they could charge him with um, so yeah it was hard to piece together what was actually happening And did you know this individual? Um, he was an acquaintance yeah I would have he was in the same college accommodation as me and we would have ended up in the same social situation sometimes but I didn't know him too well now, you say that the, uh, at the time the guards uh, said that there was nothing uh, they could charge him with because we don't have specific, uh, and this is the point of this conversation, we don't have specific legislation uh, against uh, stalking. Um, but he's, he's currently serving a, a prison sentence. Is it in relation to he's what out. he did? Oh, he's, he's out. out he's out. Okay. He's out. Yeah. But he, he served a sentence. Was that in relation to uh, the crime he committed against you? Um, he was charged eventually with aggravated burglary and um, harassment. But, I mean, I think he served about three and a half years. Um, for that, he attacked my housemate with a hammer and there was a knife and Viagra found outside. 
my house and they weren't taken into account um, during the court proceedings because there was no DNA evidence on them. Um, so I don't feel that. And then as well, it said that the period of harassment lasted 17 days in the courts because I hadn't been, I hadn't made statements prior to that because I didn't know what a statement was. I was told unless I didn't know the exact details, dates and times of when other incidents had happened, I couldn't include them in my statement. So it really like narrowed down what my experience was. Okay, so um, my understanding of one of the important factors of the proposed new uh, legislation is that victims like yourself would be able to uh, apply for a civil restraining order against your harasser, which is very important because... Up until now, um, uh, restraining orders tend to be against somebody that you know in your personal life and so on. Yeah, yeah. No, it's impossible. Even like when I found out that he was being released, um, I tried to apply for a no contact order and I was told no because I wasn't in a relationship with him and that I wouldn't be able to obtain that. So it's going to be really important that that's introduced. But I mean, it really needs to happen soon. The plan is that the bill is going to be moving to the next stage the first week in May and the end before summer. But, um, I mean, if you look at the last year in Northern Ireland and if you scale up the amount of arrests that have been made there, you scale that up to the Republic of Ireland and the, our population here, that works out at about 235 arrests that could have happened in the last year. So, I mean, we really don't need any more delays on mm. this. Absolutely. All right. Um, stay with me for a second, if you can. I also have uh, Una Ring on uh, the other line. And, Una, you also had a uh, personal stalking experience. Do you believe it was taken seriously enough? Uh, I do. Actually, my case, um, it it was nearly night and day with Eve's case and the way that my case was handled compared to hers. um, It was taken seriously by the guards from the offset. Um, They were doing drive-bys past my house in the middle of the night and then um, there was a letter left, um, a quite explicit one, and after that, then they had um, a, like a surveillance operation where they were outside my house from midnight until five a.m. And on the fourth night, he actually came back and was arrested on my um, on my driveway. Okay, and um, he pleaded guilty uh, to a range of offences, including mm-hmm. harassment, criminal damage, attempted uh, trespass with intent to uh, commit rape. Mm-hmm. Again. In in your situation, did you know this individual beforehand? I was I was actually working with him for eighteen months, and he left um, he left his his post in the company that we were working in together, and he moved to a different company. And he kind of lured me to that that um, office building um, under false pretenses, and he did make a, a, an unwanted advance, which I rebuffed, but did it in a very gentle way like I just said look you're a nice man but I'm not in a place for a relationship right now I, I did leave him down very very gently and then he was messaging me for um, a couple of months and then the messaging stopped but I was uneasy so I did report it to the guards and then once the the COVID restrictions were lifted the, the travel bans um, that's when he actually started coming to my house and spraying the car and the windows and leaving the letters so, like, he sprayed your windows with X's and O's and mm-hmm. uh, the words, I win, um, and then a letter left with an explicit threat to break into your house and rape both yourself and your daughter. My God, yeah. that must have been terrifying. It was terrifying. And, um, no, the, the the guards and the detectives were brilliant. There was a guy who came up from crime prevention and, like, he advised me to 
sealed my letterbox and that was in case he poured petrol in. Like it was very, very harrowing, really. Um, that that really floored me. And the, the, the there was an internet search for chloroform found on his computer. So I think the chloroform and the sealing of the letterbox for petrol were, were the two things that really, really, I suppose, got into my head. Mm. You know, um, but the guards were were able to put a, a very solid case against him. What difference would this new legislation, if and when it is enacted, would it have helped in your situation? It would. Well, the civil protection order would have been the help because he he was never an intimate partner. We were never in a relationship. Um, I wouldn't have been able to get a restraining order against him had I been able to. It might have nipped it completely in the bud, with even even at the messaging stage where he had never come to my house. Um, if I had been able to get a restraining order then, and if he had taken notice of it, it might have escalated at all, and my, myself and my family wouldn't have been put through it because my my children are still very very affected by it, particularly my daughter. Oh, like she, has, she hasn't left the house on her own since it happened. Bear in mind that was twenty twenty two. She hasn't left the house on her own. Or in 2020, that's three years. She hasn't left the house on her own. Now, one of your one of your issues with the proposed legislation uh, is the maximum sentence time of uh, ten years. You don't believe that's sufficient? Well, no, it's not that I don't believe it's sufficient. I believe that it's sufficient if the ten years are served, but that doesn't happen. Like um, James Steele was sentenced to nine years. It was. It was. There was two years taken off for his guilty plea. There was two years taken off for uh, something else. There was. It was put down to five years. He got five years. There was two years suspended. Um, he'll actually serve three. Mm. So he got a nine-year sentence initially. It went down to five, and he will serve three. So if he would serve the nine years, I'd be like, happy days. That's great. I've nine years of freedom. But he's going to be out next year, and then I would be back. And uh, that's exactly what I was going to say. You will be uh, back living in fear again. However, hopefully by then, um, the law will be in place and that you will uh, be able to get a civil restraining order so that he uh, can't and won't come near you ever again. Well, I actually have a lifelong no contact order anyway because it went through the court system. Um, So... Because of that, he, he has a lifelong no-contact order. He will be on five years very, very strict probation. He is now registered as a sex offender. Um, so, like, again, my case has been handled completely differently to Eve. To Eve's, Even yeah. though they're very, very, very similar cases, um, they have been handled completely different, both by the guards and by the prosecution service and by the court system, the prison sentencing, the prison services... Any time he has left the prison, I've been notified. Um, Eve's dog which was is, yeah, released. Which is and very, never... very different. Yeah, yeah. yeah Eve, yeah. Um, you're, he's been released, as you said. Um, I assume there's been no contact with him since his release. Um, I've had no contact from him, no. Okay. But um, even when he was stalking me, I had no contact from him, no direct contact. It was just his physical presence that was there. But that physical presence hasn't been there since he uh, was released. No, not that I'm aware of. Well, hopefully uh, that remains the case and uh, that you uh, never have to see or hear of him ever again. But again, this uh, legislation, uh, Eve, just to wrap up with you, is very important. As you said, uh, we've seen the effect of it in Northern Ireland um, and we need this legislation sooner rather than later here in the Republic as well. 
Yeah, and can I just note as well that over 4,500 officers and staff were trained to recognise and respond to the crime in Northern Ireland. That needs to be put in place here and we need to start to roll out the planning of that at least now um, if it is to be in before summer because there's no point in having the legislation there if people don't know how to use it and how to prosecute under it um, and how to you know, actually understand it mm. and protect people from that crime. All right, Eve and Una, thank you very much indeed, both of you, for talking to us on Lunchtime Live. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.